So what do you do when your partner doesn't want you to lose weight? Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Sarah Butler. Over 17 years working in the diet industry and over 40 years of my own binge eating and weight struggles taught me that there had to be another way. So I created it. I now live slimmer, happier and eating exactly what I want. And in this podcast, I share the other way with you. The other way to work with your body and your mind rather than against them so that you get to create real and lasting change all from the inside out. Ready for a life less dieted? Let's go. Hey, hey, it's Sarah here and welcome back to the Slim, Happy and Eating podcast. So what do you do if your partner doesn't want you to lose weight? And you know what? It doesn't have to just be your partner. It could be your best friend. It could be another family member. Anyone who's on your nearest and dearest list. If you have a goal to let go of weight and reach your happy weight and they don't want you to pursue that goal, it can cause internal mm, battles. So what do you do? Now, I know some of you that are listening to this will be saying things like, well, what do you mean? What do you do? You just carry on. (laughs) Nothing to do with them. And you know what? That's fine. That's great. But I also know, because it's so, so common amongst my clients, that sometimes some of us do let what other people want us to do, how other people view our goals, do let that get in the way of pursuing our own goals. So if this resonates with you, the first thing to do is to think about yourself. We're going to think about them in a minute, but but take a few moments to think about yourself. Why do you want to do this? Okay. And you may want to just um, jot down on a piece of paper all the reasons why you're doing this. You need to be really kind of steadfast and firm and resolute about what you why you're doing this and the benefits it's going to bring you but not just you what ripple effects will it have to your family your friends your wider world okay so get that out you might want to do a mind map or a list any way you want to do it and then have a think about Why, what is their motivation for them not wanting you to let go of weight? Okay, now this is an interesting one. What could the possible motivations be for them not wanting you to let go of weight? Now, this can be a tricky one because obviously I, I can't say what that might be. Everybody is different and everyone's circumstances are different. But usually, and I would say eight, nine times out of ten, there's a little bit of fear underlying all of this. With partners, often, and it can be outside of their awareness, but often there's an underlying fear that you're wanting to change yourself and that might make you want to run off and go and live on the other side of the world with somebody else or what have you. So it's a little bit of fear about why you're doing this and what will it mean for them. 
Okay. Now, obviously, I'm not just talking about partners. I'm talking about it might be work colleagues, it might be best friends, it might be another family member. But just have a think about, okay, if I was viewing this from the outside, if I wasn't at the centre of this and I was seeing this scenario playing out, what might be their motivations, their reasons for me not losing weight or for them not wanting me to lose weight? What you need to do is almost put a little golden bubble around yourself and be comfortable with having the ability to disappoint people. Yeah. Now, this this is a this is a skill that we all need to learn. We are not responsible for anybody else's happiness. We are only responsible for our own happiness. And the ability to disappoint people, and I'm not talking about hurting people or being horrible to to people or being mean to people, but I'm talking about putting yourself first and your own needs and wants first, knowing that you're going to disappoint somebody else allows you to become more and more of yourself. And when you become more and more of yourself, it means that you're probably naturally going to be disappointing other people or not going along with their agenda for who they think you should be or how you should be. And you know what? That's okay. It really is. I know it might may feel uncomfortable, but the alternative is you not putting yourself first and trying to make them happier by you being less of who you want to be. Yeah? So get really firm with all the reasons why you're doing this and then start to be, just sort of play with the idea until it becomes more comfortable that it's okay for you to disappoint people by putting yourself first. And this isn't being selfish. This is being self-valuing. If you don't value yourself, if you don't put your own wants and needs first and become more of who you are, then you're naturally going to become less of who you are. And if you become less of who you are, you will automatically give less of yourself to those who love you anyway. So by becoming more of who you are, you're going to be able to give more of yourself to the people who are nearest and dearest to you. Now, change is always uncomfortable. So play devil's advocate and put yourself in their shoes. And this isn't about you becoming less of yourself. This is you still putting yourself first and going for your goal, but being mindful that change for them will be uncomfortable. So you changing might be uncomfortable for them. Even the most longed for and positive change can be uncomfortable. So when someone is changing and it's rocking the boat a little bit, it's going to be even more uncomfortable. So, and we all go through this. Imagine, I don't know, imagine you have had your living room set up the same way for 10 years And then all of a sudden you buy a new three-piece suite and a new picture that goes over the fireplace. And every time you walk into your new living room, probably for the first couple of months or so, 
it'll feel, ooh, it's a bit strange. You know, you wanted the change, you really like the change, but it still surprises you. It still jolts you a little bit. It's still a little bit uncomfortable. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. And what we do naturally as humans is we we kind of pigeonhole people, you know? We say, oh, that's so-and-so and she's this, this, this and this. That's such and such and he's this, this, this and this. We make these pictures up in our minds. We pigeonhole people of who they are and what they're like and what they do. And when we start to change an area of our lives, it kind of rocks the boat. It makes people, it makes us not fit into other people's pigeonholes. And that can be uncomfortable. And like I say, often this is all outside of awareness. It's not something people do purposely. So once you've had a chat with yourself and got all your reasons why you're doing this and you make peace with the fact that you may have to disappoint people in order for you to become more of who you want to be and when you've sort of got in your mind that change is uncomfortable no matter how longed for the change is for you it might be uncomfortable for other people to see that change happen the next step should you choose to do so is to have a open transparent honest chat with that person or those people okay and sitting down with them and it's all about communication this is why I'm doing it and this these are what all the positives will, that will come out of this will be talk to them about the ripple effects this will have on your life now obviously I don't know your individual circumstances but when you reach your happy weight I can only imagine that you're going to be a happier healthier person and surely your nearest and dearest will want that for you. What you might need to do is allay their fears for your motivations of why you're doing this. Okay? They might think you're doing this for reasons that you haven't even thought about. So open, honest, transparent communication is where the healing starts. Tell them why you're doing it to become healthier, to become happier, to be more confident so that I can go for that promotion, so that I can go out more with you more and enjoy myself. All the ripple effects. Talk to them about it. Show them the benefits. And little by little, they'll come round to your way of thinking. It's all about communication, both communication with yourself and with those people who are feeling maybe a little bit wobbly about why you're doing this. And you know what? Sometimes it's about saying, do you know what? I could really do with your support in this. Sometimes if people have got the wrong end of the stick, that's when they might start trying to sabotage your weight loss. But if they know why you're doing it, and if you actually become a little bit vulnerable and say, I could really do with your help in this journey then you, you become in it together. And it's a far more positive way of doing it. So I hope that's made sense. I hope it's given those of you who are struggling with this a few ideas of perhaps how to tackle this differently. 
You know, try and step outside the situation, look down on it and try and put yourself in their shoes and see why they might be feeling just a little bit wobbly about it. But then approach them with honest and transparent communication and give them all the benefits of how it will actually ripple out and benefit them as well when you get to your goal. Above all else, stay true to yourself. When you become more of yourself, you'll be able to give more of your true self to those that you care about anyway. So until next time, love yourself lots. And if you want to learn more about the other way, method of letting go of weight and living at your happy weight for good, then I'll put all the details in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, bye-bye for now.